This is Ireland's 100 to 102 Today FM. Nine days left until polling and suddenly even Fine Gael has a battle on its hands. But just who can work with who? You gotta fight for your right to party. February the 17th. Good evening. Gavin Riley here in the Today FM studios in Dublin where it's almost snowing very briefly with another fix of Today FM's election daily. And approaching the last week of the campaign... Yes, opinion polls don't necessarily tell us everything, they are just a snapshot in time, but if they are to be believed, it is game on in election 2016. This podcast started two weeks ago today, on February the 3rd, the day the election was called. On that day, Red Sea were finishing a poll for the Sunday Business Post, and it showed Fine Gael on 31%, while Fianna Fáil and Sinn Féin were back on 17 There was another poll taken in the five days leading up to last Monday before the seven-way debate. And while Sinn Féin are still on 17, Fianna Fáil are now on 19, Fine Gael are back on 26. It means that what began as a 14-point lead has halved to seven in the first half of the campaign. And suddenly, while the election campaigns appear to remain fairly quiet, the race at least is alive and kicking. And it's a sign that Fine Gael's big gambit of there being no other option for government appears to have failed. And if it planned to spend the second half of the campaign locking in its momentum, there is now no momentum to lock in. They might now be wondering whether they can tweak that message in the last week of the campaign, because if the current trend continues, it will suddenly be all to play for in the final week. There's another Red Sea poll in this weekend's Sunday Business Post, and if the trends continue, you might just have an increasingly small gap between Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil, or whoever else might emerge from the pack. It is, once again putting the question of coalition options back on the table. Now, there's an electoral geographer called Adrian Kavanagh from NUI Maynooth who builds a model where he tries to extrapolate seat numbers based on the Red Sea opinion polls and the other national opinion polls that come up from time to time. Now, he took last night's Red Sea poll that appears in today's Irish Sun and he came up with the following. Fine Gael, 48. Fianna Fáil, 32. Sinn Féin, 24. Labour, 6. The Greens, 2. And other parties, 46. That means that literally Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael is the only two-way option with a dull majority and even then it would have the bare minimum of 80 seats. And you'd imagine that a couple of TDs would fragment off simply by virtue of opposing a coalition with the mortal enemy. So when Enda Kenny appeared on Today with Sean O'Rourke on RTE Radio 1 earlier today, the question of coalition options was among the top talking points. Would you do business with another Fianna Fáil leader, one who's not associated with the, with the collapse? <laughs> like, don't, don't, bring me, don't bring me to that point because I, I'm not going there. I've already ruled out Fianna Fáil. No, but, They're but a not in those who have, terms. We have not learned their lessons. They crashed this economy. They left behind an unholy, unprecedented economic mess. So, so last question on this one then. Yeah. Is your position identical to that of Trevor Sargent before 2007? I will not lead my party into government with Fianna Fáil. My position is that I will lead my party to a point where we explain to the Irish people that this is their election. This is their choice. I offer them a very clear proposition here of Fine Gael and Labour to continue with a stable government to make decisions in their interest. The Trevor, so the the Trevor Sargent the children formula of the nation is very easy to understand and to, to repeat. I will not lead my government Sorry, my party into government with Fianna Fáil. It's even easier to understand that the people have on the table the opportunity to re-elect a government that will not let them down. Why don't you say, I will not lead my party into government with Fianna Fáil? No vote has been cast in this election. My job as the leader of my party, as Taoiseach, is to say, we, have under, we understand that thousands of people do not feel the benefit of what is now in operation, which is the recovery. That, in short 
is not a no. Now, maybe when Enda Kenny slams the door on Monday night, he opened a window. Now, we'll get back to that chat about coalitions in just a second, but there were two other issues that the teacher touched on that we think are worth raising. Here he is on whether he would have ideally liked the ability to govern without any coalition partners at all. I prefer coalitions. Obviously, we've had in the past where you had, uh, where you, had uh, you know, single party governments. Uh, it tends to lead to people maybe, maybe get a little bit uh, too taken up with their own authority. It's striking that even he believes Fine Gael can't be trusted to run the country without some kind of oversight. And it is a curiously similar line to what Labour were putting out earlier in the week about needing a centre-right and centre-left balance in power. Here is the Taoiseach, by the way, asked about whether he was upset with another Labour man, President Michael D. Higgins, and his pre-election warning about tax cuts and public services not going together. Was it inappropriate of the President to speak in the way that he did, so close to an election? I've spoken to the President. He understands his constitutional remit, and I'm not going to interfere across that threshold. But was he interfering across your threshold? The the President has made a number of comments over the years, and I have conversations with him. We understand each other very well. Did you remonstrate with them or say, President, this is wrong? I always have like a that. pleasant exchange of views with Uthron, whom I, whom, whom, whom I respect very much and who does a do, wonderful job. Do you disagree with him on that? My answer, What's the answer, my to, that answer to that is that it is possible to have a decent society with lower taxes, but I'm not interested in short term political gain. Now, when we say Labour man, President Higgins is obviously now a non-partisan figure. He left Labour when he became president. But today's exchanges from Enda Kenny do make us wish that we were a fly on the wall when the Taoiseach makes his occasional visit to the Orist to fulfil his constitutional duty of keeping the president up to speed with what's going on in the world. But anyway, let's go back to coalition issues and Fianna Fáil's response. Now, here is what Dara Kaliri, who was launching his party's jobs plan, said when he was potentially asked about working with Fine Gael. I mean, nobody has actually gone into a polling station and they won't do so uh, for a few days. Nobody's put a, uh, a mark on a ballot paper, a mark beside Fianna Fáil or Fine Gael. And until 10 o'clock next Friday week, we're out there to get as many votes as we can and to ensure that I get as many of my candidate colleagues elected, along with myself, as we can. And then we'll discuss all the options. Uh, we've made it clear. We do not believe in going into government with Fine Gael. We do not share their ethos. We do not want to share their ethos. We do not believe Sinn Féin are ready for government. I'm launching an enterprise policy here this morning. Sinn Féin's policies are an anathema to enterprise. They will drive enterprise out. They will drive job creators out. But on Saturday, when we know the, Saturday week, when we know the numbers, we'll happily discuss any options. But between now and 10 o'clock on Friday week, we're going after every vote possible. Michal Martin himself was asked the same question later in the day. He gave his usual answer of having ruled out Fine Gael and Sinn Féin were in the running to be the biggest party, all of that. But he followed Enda Kenny's lead by going on RTE, this time on the News at One, where he was asked by Anya Lawler about providing a stable government by working with Fine Gael. The question is based, Michal no, Martin, sorry, on the you, fact uh, that the people uh, of Anya, this country Anya, elect I would a board. And question, yes, but I'd actually like if you answered the question I asked. The people of this country will elect a Doyle. Out that Doyle's job is to elect a government. If the people of this country don't want to be Portugal, don't want to be Spain, don't want to be paying higher interest rates, do want to have an actual government, I'm asking you, when that Doyle is elected, will you do your part in working with other politicians to put a government together? Because at the moment, a government may not result after next Friday. That's the Fine Gael line you're peddling uh, in terms of Portugal. The Irish people aren't responsible for Portugal, Italy or anything else. We know there are other international issues that are determining uh, the global situation, not least the, the, the uh, volatility in China uh, and, and the uncertain situation there uh, and other issues. Uh, and th- 
my point is, and my point repeatedly has been, that, I, that, that this election hasn't even begun. So it appears that everyone's getting a little bit emotional about the prospect of not knowing who will be in power after the election. In fact, Fine Gael's Richard Bruton has been telling people to chillax and stop voting with your emotions. There is a real danger that Irish voters will sleepwalk into making a decision that they will regret a great, for a great number of years to come. The truth is I can understand the hurt that people have suffered. I can understand the anger they feel. But this is an election in where people have to use their brain, not their emotions. Labour, meanwhile, has had a few other issues on its plate today. This afternoon, Joan Burton was asked about her gesticulations during Monday night's seven-way debate. Now, I don't know who raised this concern, but seemingly after Joan had asked Gerry Adams to stop pointing towards her during the first debate on Thursday night, she was then accused of gesticulating and pointing too much in the second debate on Monday. And this is what the Taunister had to say in reply. People would say that uh, to uh, a woman who's running for very senior office. No, no, let me continue. Let me continue. Lots of male colleagues have uh, peculiarities, foibles, mannerisms that not everybody uh, cares for. But clearly, when women are involved in politics, they're properly scrutinised uh, to an extraordinarily detailed degree. Uh, yes, I feel passionate about politics. I don't regard that as a fault. Uh, other people may feel there's something inappropriate in a woman not standing back and sitting down and, you know, doing a little bit of Downton Abbey and the teacups. That's not me. <laughs> But on the question of coalitions, some open-mindedness is clearly beginning to creep into play here. Today, as it launched its health policy, the Social Democrats entertained some kind of rainbow administration. Asked if she could see herself working with Fianna Fáil, Renua, Labour and indeed a few independents after the election, Roisin Shortall said, anything can happen. And indeed, anything might. 100 to 102 Today FM. Now, two electoral packages from our lunchtime news that I wanted to share with you. The first is about an issue close to many people's hearts. Now, today, a coalition of over 50 groups who are looking for a repeal of the Eighth Amendment, that's Ireland's constitutional law on abortion, have demanded action of whatever future government comes in place after this election. Juliette Gash spoke to some of them. No Irish woman of childbearing age has ever had a chance to vote on their bodily autonomy in terms of reproduction. Mandy Lacombe from the Mandate Trade Union on the need for a referendum on repealing the Eighth Amendment. While abortion is rarely out of the headlines, it hasn't been on the ballot paper for nearly 33 years. Now the coalition to repeal the Eighth Amendment, under which the right to life of a mother and her unborn baby are equal, want it out of the Constitution. Director of the National Women's Council, Orla O'Connor, says it's a red-line issue for voters. The National Women's Council asked leaders to put forward their vision for women's equality. Sinn Féin, the Labour Party, Social Democrats, the AAA and People Before Profit have all signed up to that. So this is a red-line issue because it has to be dealt with in the next probe for government. The coalition say they're disappointed by a lack of political will so far, despite repeated polls showing public support for abortion in the case of rape, incest and fatal fetal abnormalities. Spokeswoman Alva Smith blames politicians. 81% of people in this country in the Amnesty Ireland poll last May are in favour of change in our legislative apparatus. So that's not the problem. The problem is politicians not understanding that this is an issue they have to address. They have to stop hiding. And chair of Midwives for Choice, Philomena Canning, says the Eighth Amendment 
puts women's health at risk. This is not just about abortion. This is about the safety of all women. The Eighth Amendment denies all women in pregnancy. From the moment of conception to the moment of birth, women's role in decision-making about their care and their treatment is denied by the Eighth Amendment. Juliette Gash, Today FM News. Also today, the talking taxi, after a slight hiccup on the road to Galway last night, managed to make it to NUI Galway today to hear what some first-time voters are looking for. Thanks to some quick mechanics from Cubal, Helen Vaughan was able to share this report. My name is Peter Glynn uh, and I am a master's student in NUIG. I'm studying biomedical engineering. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Good. So I'm just literally up about six minutes now. So. It was a sleepy start in the talking taxi this morning. But once awake, many students from NUI Galway called for the abolition of student fees. Definitely student fees. I think third-level education should be paid for a true progressive taxation. I don't think we should have to pay seven or eight thousand euros a year to come to college to just try and better ourselves. Student loans and making uh, education a bit more accessible for absolutely everyone. Just want to hop in and sit down. <laughs> Nice and comfortable. These students from France are shocked at what Irish students have to pay. For us, it's not expensive to come here, but I know Irish students are really, most of them have to work to pay their studies and everything. So, so what do you pay in France? 400 a year. Yeah, something like that, not m- more. Another key issue here seems to be abortion. Repeal the A to be a red line issue for me. Any party who hasn't signed up to repeal the A, I wouldn't be voting for. I care about repealing the A, registering students to vote like making that a lot easier. So there's an entrance down here on the left, John. And the mood of students ahead of the election? I don't really know anything about it. I don't really feel like I need to care. It's not like when there was an election about, like, um, the gay marriage thing, where, like, you know, everybody was talking about it and it was a really big deal and, like, it, like, directly affected people I know. So that was obviously very important, but this isn't like that, so... <laughs> I don't really understand what's going on, like, completely. I just... I kind of get the idea, but I wouldn't know enough to vote, and I wouldn't look into it either. A little bit apathetic, like, and kind of, I just cringe-worthy is probably the best way I would describe the election. It's just, when I watch the debate, they're just kind of, like, shouting over each other and just trying to score points, and no one actually just wants to actually talk around the main issues. Helen Vaughan, Today FM News at NUI Galway. A couple of other bits to bring you. Firstly, a clip from Fine Gael's Bernard Durkin getting and giving a bit of aggro in Kildare last night. He was attending a meeting about the prospect of wind farms in the region and he was at the meeting, tucked to his feet to have a go at what was being said and got some pretty negative feedback in return. The video goes on like this for a few minutes. It does all get a bit testy. And one final bit of fun from the day, Sinn Féin's Mary Lou MacDonald was on air earlier today, taking some rapid-fire questions from Tara Duggan on News Talk, who asked what the Sinn Féin deputy leader's first choice is when it comes, not to coalitions, but to karaoke. I sang famously once, infamously once, La Bamba. You know that one. So it seems only fitting that we let her sing us out today. G Riley at todayfm.com or at Gavin Riley on Twitter for any thoughts or questions. I'm Gavin Riley. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow for more Election Daily. One hundred to one hundred two Today FM.